reason she wanted to get out of her present line of work. Being gorgeous and outwardly sophisticated didn't really mean that one was that way to the core, even in the competitive fashion business known as the rag trade. At 23, Lacey had definitely grown somewhat cynical as she fended off passes from wholesalers, retailers, and fashion photographers. Right now, she told herself, she had a right to celebrate her new job without being pestered. She'd waited for years to be a fashion writer. She'd earned her quiet little split of champagne. Ordinarily, she'd never touch a drop of alcohol because it could do the most horrible things to the complexion, like robbing it of precious moisture and causing wrinkles. Now here, she thought, staring at him, was Mr. Beanie People wanting to know how much of her evening time he could buy. Good grief, Lacey thought. What a nerd. How could she get rid of him? Lacey's devilish sense of humor stirred restlessly. She'd had a split of champagne on a stomach that had had breakfast, but no lunch or dinner. Some perverse demon at that moment seized her tongue. Lacey scooped up her smoky blonde tease curls with one hand and shot Mr. Beanie a look from under her fake, inch-long model's eyelashes that should have melted his shoelaces. "'It'll cost you, honey.' Lacey said in her best imitation of Marlene Dietrich in the classic 1930s movie The Blue Angel. The little man in the red hat seemed to tremble visibly. How much? he asked hoarsely. Lacey also did a good imitation of Mae West in her famous old movie with Cary Grant called She Done Him Wrong. She stared at the little man, fighting down the urge to giggle. She didn't want to kill him outright. She had no idea what price hookers were asking, either in New York, where she'd just come from, or in Tulsa. She looked over Mr. Beanie's head and saw the bar's patrons were nearly all men, a seemingly affluent lot in expensively tailored Western-style clothes. At that moment, they all seemed to be looking at her. The same reckless devil prodded Lacey again. Fifteen hundred dollars, she said throatily. She never knew where the words had come from. They just seemed to jump out of the air. Lacey lifted the almost empty champagne glass to her lips and watched the little man literally stagger backward. All night, he sputtered. Gotta be all night at that price. Ugh, Lacey thought, watching him. She was realizing that she hadn't the faintest idea of what a big-time, world-class hooker would do to earn fifteen hundred dollars. In spite of her sophisticated veneer, Lacey was still a well-brought-up lawyer's daughter from Long Island. Mr. Beanie was dumbfounded, too. As he tottered away to report back to his friends, Lacey turned back to the bar. The next time, she promised herself, she'd watch what she was wearing when she bolted out of fashion show dressing rooms to celebrate. Fifteen hundred dollars? Of all the sums she could have named, why that? She supposed she knew the answer. Underneath her lacquered, professional beauty, Lacey was a girl who'd had only one disastrous sexual experience in the front seat of a Buick convertible at age 17, and she'd been running ever since. Fifteen hundred dollars seemed like the right figure to keep away short, fat men in sequined beanies looking for hookers, that was all. She finished the last of the champagne in the bottom of her glass, studying her reflection in the bar mirror behind the lighted liquor bottles. 
she had to admit, the dress was really awful. But she'd gotten used to wearing crazy, shocking clothes because of her basic, hard-to-hide, all-American girl image. Lacey studied her hair. The dark blonde curls springing out from her face in wanton, teased high fashion were too much, she thought morosely. It was going to take her a full hour to wash out the hairspray and setting gel. Nobody appreciated all the trouble that went into professional modeling. It would take another hour to cream her face, because her skin had a tendency to acne when exposed to the West's hard water. It would be midnight, even as tired as she was, before she could finally creep into bed. Thankfully, the show moved on to Scottsdale, Arizona, then New York and, oh glory, her job on Fad Magazine. She was really going to be a writer, she thought, mentally pinching herself to be sure it was true.